still working out of Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Lord, unlock the glory within me. Your glory within me. You was created for his glory. That's why you can't put your mouth on nobody else because they were created for his glory. In spite of what you've been through, in spite of what the devil lied to you about, you was created His glory. I can even tell from y'all response, y'all don't believe what I'm saying. That we have allowed the lie of the devil to get so deep in us that, that when I talk about that you was created for his glory, there's no, you don't resonate. Somebody ought to be shouting. Was created for his glory. But watch this, watch this, watch this stop, watch this stop, watch this stop. God's glory is unlimited for what he can do through you and I is now on the hill that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or can imagine. According to the power of the glory that worketh in us. Now turn to your neighbor and say, you was created for his glory. I was created for his glory. Now let's glorify the Lord together. your glory in this place. Your preaching glory, your teaching glory, your listening glory, that we may receive, 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 receive what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us, your people. Lord, you want to change our paradigm this Lord, you want us to see beyond our circumstance and see your greatness. Lord, release, release, release. Father, tear down strongholds this morning. Father, let the chains be broken this morning. That we may go to another level of believing you, seeing you, trusting you, and walking in who we are supposed to be. Lord, even now, 
mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I'm going to have to go back and pick up some stuff from last week because a lot of y'all wasn't here on the second Sunday. I'm just telling the truth. It was all, all about it. So, so the sermon where I started this last Sunday, a lot of y'all didn't pick up. And there's some things that if you don't get last week, we won't get this week. <laughs> One of the things I got, I got to go back and, and tap into is, you know, we have no problem with not only him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above. We get excited about that. We don't go into the second part that what he's saying is according more than what you can imagine or ask to the spirit or the glory that is already in you. Amen. It's God, if you are a child of God, there's nothing more you need to receive. You got glory in you. Matter of fact, you got so much glory that if you was to ever tap into who you really are. And listen what we say. We say, well, that's not me. How you know that's not you? You don't even know you. You know what? We have allowed our experiences, what other people have said about us, what we've been through to define who we are. And that is not who we are, that's what we've been through. That's what happened to you, but that is not who you are. So we have put God in a box. The God who is infinite, the God who is all-powerful, the God who is all-knowing, and we got him in a box, and this box only holds 56 Kleenexes. Which means that I only got 56 blessings, Terry. Why? Because I have determined the degree of how much God can bless me. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. By how much I trust him. No, God's been dealing with me, and this is what God's been saying. Your vision is too small. I'm starting nonprofits. Doing, and God is still saying to me, your vision is too small. I'm in the process of writing books. Your vision is too small. You're not believing me enough for what I want to do. You're just scratching the surface. And I said, Lord, what are you talking about? Because most of us think that God is just going to do what, 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 what he's going to do. And God is saying, no, it's according to your faith. Anytime he healed somebody, he said, your faith has made you whole according to your faith. As a matter of fact, he goes to Capernaum and it says that he was shocked. And he could not do many miracles 
because of their... Uh, my question to us is, are we tapping into the power and the glory of God so that God can be glorified in and through us? Because that is our purpose. That is our purpose. And watch this. And none of us has tapped in all the way. None of us has seen anything yet. And by fact, some of us is having problems with what I'm talking about because what I'm talking about has now put the responsibility not on God, but has put the responsibility on us. And we don't like it. Because we just want to come to church on Sunday, have a good time, Go home, what the preacher talk about? I don't know. No change of paradigms. No change of perspective. Our faith has not been stretched. We're not trusting God more. We're not believing God. Matter of fact, we don't even see Jesus. We see each other. And God is saying, if they only allow me to expand their box. You know, this is a battle because the devil don't want us to expand. Matter of fact, to be honest with you, we have a problem with trying to expand. You know why? I can't get with my click. talking about you. They're not going to tell you, or they might tell you, but they're as guilty as I am. So, so watch this. So, so when you're not there, because, because, because if I'm going to talk about everybody else, I'm going to talk about each one of you that's not there, because that's what a gossip What we are really talking about is this. God's main objective for the Christian is to bring us into spiritual maturity. Spiritual maturity means that that, that, that as I grow, the Holy Spirit is in control. I mean, I didn't go here at the end of the cup, but let me go real quickly, real quickly. If you really watch the life of Jesus in the gospel, Jesus does not do what he do as God. Uh-huh. 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 
Ukrainian theologian says, and that's a debate, but they're not looking at the scriptures. That's why John chapter 3, verse 30 something says that Jesus was given the Holy Spirit without measure. Well, if he's operating as God, even though he is God, he don't operate as God. He don't need the Holy Spirit to empower him. Y'all get me? Don't you remember that also in the gospel? As he's talking to the Father, he says, I do what I see the Father does. And as I see him do it, I do, wait a minute, if he's operating in, 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 as God by himself independently, he don't have to wait to see his father do it. But since he is under, as a under shepherd, since he is fully man and fully God, and he's shown us how to operate in the spirit, he don't do nothing unless he sees it and hears it in the spirit first. What he's trying to show us is, you don't make a move until I tell you and show you. For many of us to operate in the spirit like that is, is a foreign because we are operating in the natural. Hold on, wait a minute. Can, can I go deeper? The book of Joshua is an Old Testament model of the New Testament. In order to get to the promised land, they had to go through Jericho first. The problem is Jericho is fortified and nobody had been able to conquer Jericho. The walls of this fortress is 25 feet across. There was apartments inside of these walls because Rahab lived within the wall. I sat at Israel. I sat at the walls. I saw these walls 25 feet across. I saw the boulders that had fell across. I saw it being burnt. And you can see how they had chariots that rode across the walls. Archaeology proves that the Bible is true. We just don't got a book that says it's true. History says it's true. They are digging, they're digging all over Israel. And they're digging up to find that what the Bible said is true. So, so this is a supernatural book that has also got a history. That's why America better be careful how they handle Israel. Listen to what I'm saying. God's promise on Abraham still is true today on Israel. Talking about giving the land to the Palestinians. Wait a minute. God gave them their borders. Because the land is God's. A cattle on a thousand hills is his. If the cattle on a thousand hills is his, everything is his. So he can give it to whoever he wants to. Okay, let me, let me tap into this. Listen, 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 listen. In the Old Testament, the blessing was the land and the increase in the land. Is that better? Okay, you walk with me and fix me as I preach. If you can't fix me in my preach, don't fix me. Okay. Listen, 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 listen. So watch this. So, 
So as they defeated their enemies and kicked their enemies out their land, Jericho was the entry point. Jericho, thank you. I don't know what I said. Jericho is the entry point. But they had to fight for everything else God has given. Now, some of us think that because you save, the, the blessings just fall on you. Do you really think the devil going to give up his territory that easily? <laughs> you are, yeah, yeah, you got the power. Yeah, you got the strength. I said last week, I was talking to one of the ministers. He said, man, you know, I quit, I quit, I quit smoking. He said, I went to God and asked him to help me quit smoking. He said, the answer was surprising. I said, oh, yeah, what? He said, you already got the power. What you got to do is make up your mind. Do you understand what I'm saying? To walk obedience is simply an act of the will that we make up our minds and allow the power by faith to be released in us. But if salvation came by faith, guess what? All the other blessings come by faith. So, so, so watch this. So, so since we're not walking by faith, we're not experiencing power, so it must not be real. Let me ask you, do you believe that there's glory inside of you? Isaiah, Isaiah 43, verse 7. He said, everyone is called by my name, who I created, what's this, for my glory. Turn to your neighbor and say, did you know you're here for his glory? God want to get glory through you? Glory is this. Let me explain glory. That there would be such an expression of God in your life and through your life that you can't help but praise him, but other folks who see it praises him. Y'all, y'all didn't hear that. There is such an expression a supernatural evidence of God in your life that it shocks you and shocks everybody else. And that they know it's not you and they have to give God praise. And you know it's not you. And we get, but, but you know what we, you know we give God? Performance. Hold on, hold on, okay. Can I go a little bit farther? Okay, okay. If you're walking in the spirit, you can smell performance. It looks good, it sounds good, but carnality is all up in the place. Flesh is all up in the place. When it's God, you know that's not you. That's, that's not you. You, you don't have that. You know what? And in each of every one of us, there is that glory 
expression of God. Listen, you may be the big toe, you're the baby toe, you're the middle toe. Now, 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 you don't have to be the same, but that in which God gave you, there is such a glory in it that you will be evident that our God is real. That which God has given you, if it ever get tapped into, you won't have to wonder if it was God. You would know it was God. And other folks would know that it's God. Listen, God is jealous over his glory. One of the reasons why we don't see it much, because According to our maturity, does he release the glory that's already in us? Okay, let me, let me make it plain. How much responsibility do you give a two-year-old? Paul says to the church of Corinth, he said that when I was with you, I fed you milk. Because you couldn't take meat. And even now, you still on milk. Peter says, he says, he says, what people who drink milk, it means that they are, they are immature. I hate to say this. And let me just say that. If we are acting up, get an attitude, get mad, if we can't control ourselves when things come at us, if we, if we, if we, if we're not this, this, if we're not ex exposing the love of Jesus, then we are babies. I said last week. I'm gonna say it again. Some of us mistake the goodness of God as the blessing of God. Goodness is to get your attention before punishment comes. My, my brothers and sisters, it's a growing... I wish God had an easy way to grow us up. The problem with growing up spiritually is that the natural Tracy don't want to die. Don't look at me that way. Because the natural you don't want to die either. <laughs> what? What you doing? Holding on to me? Why are you trying to hold on to you? Because God trying to kill me. But I like this about me. And he trying to pride my fingers off of me. But I like this about me. And I hold. Then we have the nerve to think, Terry, we got the right to be me. Wait a minute. You're not even yours. God made you, and he made you for his glory. I don't know the real me. 
learning me as I get deeper in Jesus. Because the real me been created for his glory. And when I'm walking in the real me, I'm walking in more freedom, more joy, more peace. Oh, 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 listen, listen, there's, there's no better life than when you're finding freedom in Jesus. Everything else is bondage. Some of us like bondage. I've seen people, drug addicts, and they want to be drug addicts, alcoholics, and want to be... How confused are we that, we that we're in bondage and want to be? Lord, have mercy. Listen. Created you from the foundation of the earth. God created you for his glory. How awesome is that? Listen. Listen to the message Bible coming out of Ephesians 3, verse 20. It said, God can do anything, you know, far more than what you can ever imagine. And our guess, our request, in your wildest dreams. He does not do it by pushing us around, but by working within us. His spirit, his spirit deeply and gently within us, which means that if I want to Shake it off. I can. How many times have we shaken? How many times have we just, just we knew what to do, but refused to do it? And we wonder why God hasn't taken us to the next level, and God says, you can't handle the next level. Funny. A lot of times when somebody go in the pastorship, they call me up, and they're really crying, okay? And, and they are telling me, this happened. I listen all patiently. I listen. And you, know, I got, you know, I got compassion and all that, you know, and they're telling me, and I'm, I'm listening. And then they say, you know, I, 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 and, I, and I look out, and I, I say, welcome to pastoring. They said, what? I said, that goes with the territory. And they said, what you talking about? I said, every pastor goes through that. Didn't you know that when you stepped up to that level, that more trouble is going to come? Didn't you know that there's a whole lot of, how can I say this? Yeah. There's God's people in the church, but there's devils in the church too. <laughs> oh, there's God's people acting like devils. I said, and I tell, I said, you gotta love them in spite of. You know, if I told some of y'all some of the stuff I've been through, there's been. Can, can I tap in just a little bit? Just a little bit. Well, I don't know that before one of the funeral services, the police was called and told that there was a bomb in the church. So before the funeral service, they come with their dogs and they checked out the whole building trying to find a bomb because somebody said that they put a bomb in the church. 
one funeral service, it was uh, a gang out of, out of Madisonville said that they were going to spray the church with, 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 with bullets while the service was going on. The police thought that the threat was so credible uh-huh. that the whole police force, at least second, I think probably District 2, it seemed like all of them was here. Uh-huh. They blocked every entranceway into New Mission with police cars, escorted us to the cemetery and back. And some of them sat while the people, while the family had the repast, sat at the repast and sat outside because the threat was credible. I'm just telling you just a little bit. Hold on. And you think you want this position? You think you can deal with the weight? T.D. Jake said, said, some of y'all are jealous of me. Y'all want what I got. He said, if I threw my keys at you, he said, it would kill you. He said, in a week, you be to throw it back at me. If you smart, if I catch it, throw it back. And listen, if God don't call you, you better throw it back. If you don't have to, you better throw it back because there's a weight that comes with it. Why should God take us to the next level when spiritually speaking, we haven't allowed him to grow us up so the weight of the next level would kill you? And then we're going to charge God with not taking care of his children when God said, you determine Because, hold on, you got to walk this thing out by faith that when folks cuss you out, you can't cuss them back. That when you want to stay in the sleep with everybody else, you got to get. <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning, I wake you. You better get down on your knees. Three o'clock in the morning, you better get down on your knees. You don't know what's coming your way. Wake up. Uh Spend time with me. Because if you don't, what's coming down the pipe is going to destroy you. So, 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 so you got two hours sleep, you go on there, wake up. Because more important than your physical sleep is your spiritual strength. My brothers and sisters, most of us have not tapped into walking into the spirit to that level. Not that God don't want to take us there. We're not willing to go. So, so for some of you, I'm just talking smack. But wait a minute. We walk by and not by, which means that we walk in something you can't see. And it's word you can't see at first, but as you keep on walking, God will begin to manifest stuff to you. And if we want more glory, 
God got to do, God said, I got it in you, but I can't bring it out of you until I learn that I can trust you. Listen to John, John 14, 12 and 14. Truly, I tell you that whosoever believes in me will do the works that I have been doing. And you will do even greater things than these. Because I go to the Father and I will do whatever you ask me to do. Listen, what's what he's saying. Jesus' ministry was just in Israel. He was just speaking to the Jews. Billy Graham touched more people as far as preaching in a single place than Jesus did. Jesus at most might have had 10,000, 12,000 people without microphone. I don't know how he did that, but Big Ground will have a stadium for him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Joe Osteen, they said, we're preaching 30,000 on a Sunday. Uh, so, so guess what's happening? More access. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you look at TV, millions are listening. Yes, sir. So what? Greater works, more access access, not more anointing, but in that particular gift. Listen, Billy Graham got millions of people saved as an evangelist, but you know what, Billy Graham as a pastor, you know why? He gets people saved. He don't make you grow. He preached salvation, but he don't preach you to grow. That's why when I preach, I'm not just talking to unsaved people. I'm talking to saved people. I'm trying to get us to grow. I'm a pastor. So most of my messages are not for unsaved people as a whole. It's for saved people so that we can get off of milk and start chewing on some cornbread, greens, Somebody said fried chicken, pig feet. So your hands went down on that. Chillers. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's some spiritual deep food that God want us to eat. But what? But but He's not gonna give me something I'm gonna choke on. Even as I'm preaching. We each are see, receiving this message at different levels. And that, you're right, that's okay. You receive it at the level you are. <laughs> now, depending on what you do with what you receive is how you receive it again. Because this message will keep on... It, the Holy Spirit will sit next to you and reveal more... After Sunday, the Holy Spirit said, this is what he meant by that. Remember when this happened in your life? This was this. It's illumination after Sunday. After Sunday, this message continues. If your heart is open, if your heart is open, it don't stop here. The Holy Spirit will go into the foul cabinet of your mind and bring back something that I said. I said, 
this is what this means. My question to you, are you being taught after Sunday? Most of my illuminations happen. Sometimes even while I'm preaching, God is showing me stuff. And I'm saying, wow, Lord, wow, Lord. And he sent me back over and said, but he's taking me to a deeper level. That's why he's in us. That's, that's, why, that's why the Bible says, be filled with the Holy Spirit, where there may be an expression of God, a fragrance of God in you. Oh, you can't fake this. Let me, let me, let me go and, and let y'all go, because y'all look like y'all. Said, he, said, he said, and I will do whatever you ask so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. He says, if you, ask, if you ask anything in me, I will. If you abide in me, and my word abide in you, which means that the word and the Holy Spirit ought to be guiding our prayers. Most of our prayers is about Look at somebody say, seek ye the kingdom of God. Kingdom kingdom agenda. Can you find glory? Can you, can you find glory in what you do that would give glory to God? Can God trust you with the platform so, so that it's not about you, it's about him? Your ultimate, your ultimate, your ultimate, your ultimate, your ultimate, your ultimate, your ultimate thing is that God receives glory out of your life. I know it sounds so bad, but I'm going to say it anyway. I am going, many times when I go to the store, I go out of the way. Because you know why? Because... When I'm in the store, I may go in there for one thing, but I'm in there for 45 minutes to an hour. You know why? I'm doing count, no, I'm doing counseling sessions in the hour. Uh, <laughs> I know, is there something that's anointing on me that people walk by me? It's like, Aah. I said, oh Lord, here we go again. <laughs> All of a sudden, in hour five, I'm counseling and praying. Go to hour six, there's somebody else. I've been meaning to talk to you. You don't know me, but I know you. You preached at my uncle's funeral service, and I've been what? I can't hurry up out of that. That's the anointing that is on me. I just came in to get a tomato. If it's something frozen, I got to go put it back because it's thawed out. Hoping that somebody don't pick it up. <laughs> I had my, my skull cap over my head. I be trying to duck and die. The back of me, Robert Venice. 
<laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, somebody said, I thought that walk was you. <laughs> so I talk about that guy got a big sign saying, come talk to me. Somebody said, you do. You do. <laughs> But you gotta understand that that if you will, if you want to be used, God, the floodgates, because it can't be about you. Your life is to impact other people that they see Christ in you. It gets tired sometimes because you pour out. But, but hold on. But if you are closed, if I am closed, I'm not living for God. And that's why there's no joy. There's no peace. There's no excitement. Because a self-centered life is a life that's not worth living. And God even judges our motive while we're doing it. What's it? Lord, help me. You don't have to find people. People will find you. They will chase you down. We, we, we don't. How did we miss this? How did we make this church? What it's really about relationship. In order to change folks, you got to get involved in people. Terry, the Holy Spirit had to find that and get you ready for this. Show me that picture. Her name is Susan. Let me tell you Susan's story. Susan, when she was born, her oxygen was cut off to her brain. Mentally, she did not develop. Her parents raised her. And the doctors told her, told them she won't be able to do much. Won't be able to do much. She walked on Britain's Got Talent. And like some of y'all laugh. Hold on. Don't Don't beat me to my story. Look, wait a minute. She don't look like. See, we judge people on the outside. And the very person that you done looked down, stuck your nose down on, 
may be the very person God wanted to use to bless your socks off with your shoes on. We are so carnal that we judge people from head to toe, how they look, what they got on, whether their hair is done or not, and we make judgment that we... But wait a don't put your mouth on nobody because everyone is, a, is created by God for his glory. You don't know what God done put in that person. Matter of fact, the most unlikely people are the most gifted people. If God ever got a hold of them, Run the video. So, Glasgow's got a great theatre, a lively crowd, and a great atmosphere. So far, though, there's just one thing missing. Talent. Yes, tensions are high backstage as everyone wonders where that talent is going to come from. But next up is a contestant who thinks she has what it takes to put Glasgow on the map. Hello there. I'm good, how are you? My name is Susan Boyle. I'm nearly 48, currently unemployed, but still looking. And I'm going to sing for you on Britain's Got Talent today. That's nervous. Yeah, sure, no. Yeah, well, that's, that's not surprising, but, you know, trying... I've got a fighting mood, you know. At the moment, I live alone with my cat called Pebbles. But I've never been married. <laughs> never been kissed. Oh, shame. <laughs> but it's not an advert. <laughs> and have you done this for many a year? Since I was 12. Since you were 12? I've always wanted to perform in front of a large audience. I'm going to make that audience rock. Hi, what's your name, darling? My name is Susan Boyle. OK, uh, Susan, and where are you from? I am from Blackburn, near Bathgate, West Lothian. It's a big town. It's a sort of collection of... It's a collection of... Uh, Villages. I to think there. And how old are you, Susan? I am 47. <laughs> and that's just one side of me. <laughs> okay, what's the dream? I, I'm trying to be a professional singer. And why hasn't it worked out so far, Susan? I've never been given the chance before, but he's hoping it'll change. Okay, and who would you like to be as successful as? Elaine Page. Elaine like Page. That. What are you going to sing tonight? I'm going to sing I Dreamed a Dream from the Missouri. Start right there. Okay. Yeah. Start right there. <laughs> I want you to give background. She does not show up until her parents die. Uh, Hold on. Her parents had to get out the way. Because her parents was trying to protect her. And they was getting in the way of the gift God gave her. Y'all uh, need to hear me. Y'all need to hear me. She should have been discovered a long time ago. But her parents were saying, no, uh-uh. You, 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 they, they would eat you up out there. So, so her parents had to die. Yeah. 
and out of necessity because now financially and everything else, they didn't know how she was going to make it. Hold on, I want you to see something else. In order to get there, she got on the wrong bus. So she took six buses to get there. Most of us would have stopped at bus one. My question is, how bad do you want God to? Who are you allowing to define you to stop? Wait a minute. Now, I know that she probably don't know. They're laughing at her. How many of us would have stopped, half stopped, sat down, because nobody believed in us? I'm telling you, you're going to be laughed at, but you got to push through the laughter. How can I say this? I think it might be a blessing that she don't know no better. Some of us too smart. That's the reason we done talked ourselves out of it. That's what she said. I want to be a professional singer. Do you think she just started thinking that? She probably been saying that her whole life, but her parents said no. Jesus is talking about his death. And Peter pulled Jesus to the side and rebuked Peter and tell Peter, not so, Lord. And Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. You're getting in the way of my purpose. Your love for me is stopping me from moving into what God has called me to do. You can't see Christ in me. You see what you want for me. And what you want for me is blocking. Listen. Parents gone. Nobody to believe in her. Nobody to encourage her. How I know that? Because somebody should have got her on the right bus instead of her getting on the wrong bus, which tells me she was all by herself. Don't tell me that if you got a made-up mind, God won't get you to your appointed place. Don't tell me that you don't have to have perseverance. She got faith, y'all. You know, faith makes you blind to everything else but what you see. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what she sees? I'm a professional singer. I don't care what, no, she don't look like it. She, 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 she don't have the right dress on. Her hair is messed up. But you know what she said? I'm a professional singer. Let me ask you, what are you saying about you? 
How is it? Hear me. For her, not knowing any better was a blessing. <laughs> and she began to operate in faith beyond what her parents had for her. What's stopping us? What are we saying that we can't, but God says we can? What passion have God put in us, but we are, we won't even take the first, the first step. She, she took six buses going the wrong way. But she made it. The judges are laughing at her. The audience is laughing at her. But guess who was cheering her? He's more than the world against you. No weapon form shall prosper. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I am more than a conqueror. I'm the head and not the tail. <laughs> okay, play it. Yeah? Yeah.
Let me ask you, do you feel that? That's more than just somebody who's able to sing. Everyone knows something supernatural just took place. You can feel it. Even a videotape, we felt something to sit there and watch. You know the hand of God. Not performance, not entertainment, but there is an anointing. Watch this. There is one on you. There is that supernatural something that God has placed in every one of us where God receives the glory and people can't put their finger on it. We've been created for his glory and it may not be singing, it may not, I don't know what it is, but I know it's in you if you're a child of God. And we have brought this thing down to performance when God says it's by his spirit. And listen, listen, look how easily it is for her. She don't even know what is truly happening. But everybody in that room know that there's a supernatural something. And God has given her a platform. She has now recorded, to my count, eight albums. She goes all over the world singing because her gift has ushered her before great people. She, listen, she didn't know no better but to believe God. You hear that? She didn't know no better. The problem with us, we think we know better. See, God's going to have to expand our paradigm. God's going to have to expand your paradigm about you. That we will begin to believe him for the impossible. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The unimaginable. Yes, sir. We believe that God has got his, his glory in us because it's not about us, it's about him. But he takes ordinary people to do extraordinary. And for some of us, we're going to stay in the old church mode. But those of us that dare, going to start believing God for bigger things. Going to ask God to release the anointing, the glory. Ephesians chapter 1, he says 14 times in Christ that, that we have been redeemed in him, chosen in him, elected in him, 
adopted in him, redeemed in him, glorified in him. We are in him. Everything about you is in him. If we are in him, he is in us. Now watch this. Watch this. So this is what Ephesians chapter 3, verse 21 says from the Message Bible. He says, glory. Hold on. Glory in the church. Glory in Christ. Glory down to all generations. Glory forever and ever and ever. Now watch this. Turn to your neighbor and say, glory in you. Glory in me. Let the glory of Jesus rain down. Rain down. Did you hear me? I know this is all jacked up, but that's okay. More than you wanted, God wants it. Because it's about his glory. Watch this. Even through me and you. Matter of fact, the more jacked you was, the more glory he's going to get. Y'all didn't hear me. God will take you from the guttermost and take you to the uttermost. That when you tell your story of the guttermost, people will glorify God because of the uttermost. And they will say, how did you go from the guttermost to the uttermost? And you would say, Nobody, nobody but Jesus, nobody but him. Hallelujah, glory, hallelujah to his glory. That is what God is trying to accomplish in each one of us. But you got to get him out of the box. 